You're listening to the iFilmmaker Podcast, the show where we learn and grow in the freelance filmmaking industry. I am your host, Ariel Martinez. Welcome, welcome to another episode of the iFilmmaker Podcast. My name is Ariel Martinez. I am doing a solo episode on this one because I want to answer your questions, take some time to to give you guys some answers that uh, you guys have been uh, requesting. And uh, I think that this will be a good episode for that. We're covering several different topics. You guys have sent some great questions. And, uh, you know, with all that, it's not going to be a very long episode, but it's going to be a very informative episode. Uh, in the past few days, I've been um, putting out some uh, posts of Q&As to let you guys know that I'm going to be doing this episode. I've been posting that over on the iFilmmaker Instagram account. That's at iFilmmaker Podcast. And also on the Facebook group. Yes, we do have a Facebook group. It's an iFilmmaker uh, group. I'm going to put a link to those, to both of those, especially the group because it's kind of new now and I want to kind of interact with you guys better there. So check that out. I'm going to be very active there. Um, I'm, you know, forcing myself to really kind of be a lot more engaging with you guys and kind of posting a lot more there. I'm not a huge Facebook person, but um, I really want to kind of be more uh, in tune with you guys and kind of interact and answer your questions even there as quick as I possibly can. Or if not, you know, just make regular posts like this and answer your questions. So go over and check out the Facebook group. I think that you guys are going to like it and we can interact there a lot more. So if you didn't catch the last episode with Jackson Kingsley, uh, Jackson is a great freelance filmmaker and he actually has a great course called Video Business Mastery. I've been able to scan it, see uh, the content that's on there and it's really, really good. If you're even at all interested in even taking a look at his Video Business Mastery course, uh, Jackson has a 40 minute free webinar that you can go and check out where he's revealing his 10 secrets to video business success. This is completely free. I will have a link uh, in the show notes for this episode. Now at the end of the webinar, he's obviously he's going to make a pitch and you make the choice from there. It's up to you. I do get a commission out of it, but also you guys get a discounted price for using that link. So if you guys are even interested in just literally sitting in and figuring out the 10 secrets to video business success from Jackson Kingsley, check that out. That link is over on the show notes for this episode. Another thing that I want you guys to pay attention to is this cool new music that you hear on this podcast. Uh, I've decided to go with the new sound on here, and that was made possible by my friends over at the music bed. The music bed is fantastic. They have awesome music, a great selection, great artists. These are real artists, not just fly by nights that you find in these other platforms that are basically sounding super corporate the entire way through. These are actual artists that are composing and putting beautiful pieces of work together. A lot of it is cinematic and you can find the basically the genre or the type of music that that you need. I love using the music bed. I have my account there. You can find the affiliate link that I use for the music bed. Yes, I am an affiliate for them, uh, but I'm only affiliates with people like Jackson Kingsley, the music bed, people that I've actually used. And, you know, I'll, I'll put my name behind it because it's things that I would do myself. So I hope if you guys are interested, check out that link. You get a free one week trial over on the music bed. If you don't like it, cancel it. 
no hard feelings uh just go over there and check them out so with all with all that out of the way let's go in to these questions that we received online from you guys so the first question is a very good one actually we're gonna we're gonna hit the ground running here because i actually had to do a little bit of research for this one uh so we this question comes from uh courtesy of Vizwa on instagram and the question is how do you get copyright certificate for movies so i'm assuming you mean like if you want to copyright your movie if it's to copyright your own work i think that that was that's which i think that that's the question that you're asking i had to go over online to legalzoom.com and they're not a partner, but LegalZoom is actually um, a good source to, to find information like this. I had to look it up and this is their response. Uh, I'm going to read this directly from their article. Uh, it says a motion picture copyright protects the artistic expression in movies, short films and videos, including the camera work, dialogue and sounds. It does not cover the idea behind a movie or the characters portrayed in it. Three things are required for a motion picture to be eligible for copyright protection. It must be an original work of authorship that means that the artistic elements of the motion picture must have originated by you you have to be the sole creator part of the article also reads that basically if you hired somebody to, for for let's say they did the music um, in some certain instances the person that created the music would own the rights to the music and they're licensing it to you and others if you hired them if you paid them for that then it would belong to the creator of the film. So basically you own all the rights to everything. So I encourage you guys, so when you hire people to do music, to do anything, make sure that you get all that in writing. Make sure that you let them know that this belongs to me when you have somebody working on your project uh, because you don't want to go through the, all that in court and whatnot and see what you can use and what you, you cannot use. And so when you're copywriting it, you're making sure that everything belongs to you. So the second thing that you need to do to, to get uh, copyright protection for your film, uh, this is another criteria, is that it must be a series of related images that when viewed together give an impression of motion along with any accompanying sound, basically video with sound in it. So there's, I mean, they're literally putting the technical terms on here. Uh, treatments and screenplays are not eligible for copyright protection as motion pictures, but they may be protected as dramatic works. And then the third criteria is it must be in a fixed in a physical object such as film, videotape, or digital media, basically a drive or something like that. Uh, and I mean, it's nothing. This is not rocket science. Uh, there's nothing really to it. Um, so I'm putting a link, and I made it easy for you guys. I'm placing a link for a copyright application. If you guys are looking to copyright any of your work, anything that you've done in the recent past, uh, or even in the past that you've never cop, uh, you know, had a copyright protection for. I'm putting a link to an application. This is courtesy of LegalZoom. I'm putting a link to an application wherein they ask you a few questions regarding your work and they'll help you kind of fill out this application. You can find that link in the show notes for this episode. Also, I'm putting the link to the full article because they do have a lot more information on this article regarding copyright, you know, what qualifies as copyright and different other aspects of of this, uh, it was a full-on article. This is a small piece that just was. I just pulled this out to answer this question, but they have a lot more information there. I'm putting that full article right in the show notes for this episode as well. So, question number two comes from Phil on Instagram. It says, "What's the process if you wanted to put a team together to do a bigger project, and you're normally just a single operator?" 
So basically someone like me, a single one man band that usually works by themselves or maybe with a production assistant. If you didn't have all the contacts already to call on, any tips to get perhaps more experienced people to say yes? I feel like I have a little bit of experience with this, especially with um, when we shot Zion. I was able to get several people to, to show up and kind of help us on that project. And it was really cool to work with you guys. My biggest recommendation, if you're not already doing this by now, you should definitely start doing this. Get connected. Find accounts, really Facebook groups. Um, I've been trying to connect with people online that are filmmakers and whatnot since basically I started my career. That's how the film school Instagram account got created. That was really the purpose of that. And it just grew much bigger than what I thought. But, you know, out of that, I was able to realize, you know, I need to be a part of these communities wherein I can reach out to people that are like minded and that want to have the same accomplishments. And I want to be a part of their projects and I want them to be a part of my projects. So when I came across to shooting Zion, I did. I started blasting it in different places and different groups that I was a part of. I mentioned it here on the podcast. I was telling you guys, if you guys want to be a part of this a project that I'm going to be shooting with Anthony Saratelli, uh, just let us know. Let us know what you can do. What's your forte? And, you know, maybe we can find a spot for you guys. So we had everything from boom operators. We had grips. We had uh, drone operators. We had behind the scenes. We had everything we needed for that project to make it really, really fun and enjoyable. And that was a very good experience. So I would definitely recommend that you find those groups, those forums, those those Facebook group pages that um, that are basically catered toward connecting filmmakers and doing passion projects like that. So shameless plug here. We just started a iFilmmaker group page and it's literally for things like that, too. So I encourage you guys to go over um, again. The link is in the show notes for this episode. Go to the iFilmmaker Facebook group and request to to join that group. And obviously, I'm going to let you in. And um, yeah, get connected there. I'm trying to be a lot more active there. I've, I'm not a huge, huge Facebook person, but I really want to kind of get out of my comfort zone and really connect with people. And I, I think that the Facebook iFilmmaker Facebook group is a good way to do that. So I want, I want to meet you. I want to interact with you and I will be doing it a lot there. So go to over to the iFilmmaker Facebook group chat. So here is a very, very general question from Nathan on Instagram. Also, uh, how to be successful as a freelancer. So that's very, very general. Uh, I, I think, you know, to be successful as a freelancer, you literally have to learn, 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 learn. And I can say that forever. One of the biggest things that I kind of don't even say it anymore, but I should be saying it because it's so true is I used to say a lot. Never stop learning. Never stop being a student of your craft. Like, yes, at some point you're going to find out that you're a super professional and whatnot and you're really, really good, et cetera, et cetera. But never stop learning. Never lose that passion, that curiosity of what's to come, right? So I would always say continue to learn, continue to see how other people are functioning. And when I say other people, other freelancers, people that are shooting the things that you want to shoot, right? Um, And see what they're doing, what their methods are. But more, more than anything, understand why they do it. Understand why it is that 
you know, they have certain types of clients over others. Why are they only doing these kinds of works? Why are they only doing a specified or a very specific kind of work? Is that enjoyable to them? Is that where the money is? What are you doing it for? Right. I'm sure it's some sort of balance between the craft and art that you like to do. And obviously we have to get paid. We have to make money off of this stuff because we need to make a living as well. Right. We need to eat. So that's my recommendation is that just continue to learn. Um, see what other freelancers are doing. If you want to become a successful freelancer, look at other successful freelancers, see how they operate. Um, and I would even say take courses, take courses and another shameless plug. I mean, courses like Jack Kingsley's video business mastery is literally just for that. Learn how to talk to clients, know how to contact clients, know how to find better clients, know how to do better work. Uh, my podcast, I have a plethora of episodes, just like I know I'm sure other podcasts and video, uh, YouTube video channels have as well. Um, I talk a lot on, on this very podcast about, you know, even getting contracts, what kind of contracts you need, uh, interacting with your clients, which ones are the good clients, which ones are the bad clients, how to find and distinguish those red flags that will make you not want to work with somebody. Uh, I think that's very important. I think that, um, as a, as a business, you need to really assess all of that stuff, not just focus on the craft. If you're going to do your own business, you need to know business stuff. So that's very, very important. This next question is very uh, related from Jennifer on the Facebook, on the Facebook group. Uh, the question is, how do you pay yourself as an LLC? So that's a good one because I am an LLC myself and I'm actually starting a couple other LLCs that I'm working on currently. Um, and it's basically, they're going to operate the same way in terms of paying myself. Uh, and this isn't the right or wrong way to do it. This is my way of doing it. And it's worked pretty good so far. Basically, I have two accounts. It's, there's nothing. There's no secret sauce or anything. I have a business account for my LLC, which is Ariel Martinez Films LLC. And I have my personal account. Basically, all the ins and outs, all of the income and all of the deposits and all of the, you know, the payments that I do for whatever it is, my production hub membership, my, um, whenever I have to pay a, a to hire somebody, whenever I have to, even my car, that's one of the benefits of having LLC and being a freelancer and whatnot is that you can write off a lot of things. Um, so things like that come out of my business account, right? And then when I pay myself, all I do, and I've asked, uh, my, my CPAs on this, like, should I be writing a check for myself? Should I be, or, or, or is Apple pay or something or Zelle work just fine? They were like, man, you know what? It's not going to really make too much of a difference as long as they see that it's coming out of your business and going into your personal and that's categorized and organized. Then basically the IRS is going to read it the same way. So long as they know where that money's coming from, where and where it's going. So basically I just send myself through Zelle from my business account to my personal account, my own payment. And that's the payment that I use for whatever it is, my rent, my, my food, my, my personal purchases. Um, and so things like, and it is a side note, things like my rent, my utilities, because I do have a, have a home office. I work from home a lot. And I would even say that I use roughly 20%, 20, yeah. 
20-ish percent of my house for my business, which is my office essentially. Um, and sometimes when I'm shooting around the living room or whatnot, uh, testing out things or just doing a quick product shot or whatever, um, I'm using my house for that. So therefore, because of that, a good percentage of my rent and utilities can be written off as a business expense. So that's one of the benefits of having an LLC or just basically working for, for yourself that you can do things like that. The same thing goes for my car, my car payment. The cool thing I, I use, uh, and I'm kind of going off the specific topic, but I think that this is also beneficial as well. I use QuickBooks online for my invoicing and bookkeeping and all that stuff. QuickBooks has a really cool feature on the app that it'll track your mileage. It'll track your mileage driven, uh, whether it's for, for business purpose or for personal. And then all it does is I have it set to track my, my, every time I drive, it's always tracking me. And then it's asking me, what was this for business or for pleasure? I'm not pleasure <laughs> for business or for personal. Sorry. Um, and all I have to do is swipe left or right on that one specific trip to categorize it as business or, or personal. And then what it does is just adds up all the mileage. It gives it, I think it's, I don't know, something like 50 cents or something like that every mile of business or whatnot i'm not, I'm not sure what the math is there i, I leave that all to, up to my cpa but essentially it's it's writing off a big percentage of your gas your mileage and even your car payments a big percentage of your car payments will go be written off as a business expense uh, so things like that anything the maintenance and repairs on the cars can be written off so talk to a cpa talk to an accountant and if you want to get more detailed about paying yourself and what can be written off for tax purposes and whatnot, definitely uh, address those questions to a CPA or an accountant. Um, maybe I'll have an accountant here on the show to talk more in depth about that kind of stuff specifically for freelancers. I think that that would be a good idea for a podcast. Let me know in the comments for this episode if that's something that you would like to see. Some An accountant that will talk about freelancing and whatnot and how to kind of handle our books and things like that so uh that would be a great question so that was our last question there i'm glad that you guys were able to submit your questions and also let me know in the comments um what do you think about these q a's are they good are they helpful let me know what you would like to see more from this podcast so before I go, I just want to remind you guys that the Video Business Mastery Class from Jackson Kingsley is available. You can go over and check out the free 40-minute webinar It's uh, where he's sharing his 10 secrets to uh, video business success. To um, So make sure you go and check that out if you want to just gain knowledge for free. Literally, that's all it is. He's going to be sharing his 10 secrets of that. Um, and... Also, check out my friends over at The Music Bed. Get a one-week free trial. If you don't like it, if you don't want to pay for it, that's fine. Just cancel your subscription. It's one week for free. Get music and just use it and see. Let me know what you think. Also, make sure you go over to check out the Facebook group. Don't forget, it's iFilmmaker group over on, in, on Facebook. I'm sorry. And last but not least, I do appreciate you guys that listen to this show. And I want to ask you guys, if you could please go over to the iTunes or podcast uh, if you're listening to this on the iTunes podcast, uh, go over and give us a rating. That would be greatly beneficial. It really helps us with iTunes and uh, getting noticed out there. It, it's really 
paying off a lot and i appreciate those that have already done that so that's really really cool of you guys to do so with all that said i want to thank you guys for listening to the iPhone Maker podcast my name is ariel martinez and i will see you on the next one